What are the three things the Rams need to do to get off to a 1-0 start on Thursday night? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. My name is Travis Rogers. You can follow me under that name on Twitter and Instagram at Travis Rogers. And of course, this is the part where I ask you to make sure that you subscribe to Locked on Rams as well as our Locked on Rams YouTube page. When I am not doing this podcast, I also host the Rams pre-half and post-game show on their flagship station ESPN 710. Of course, we will be out at SoFi Stadium on Thursday night to open up the year against the Buffalo Bills. There will be great football. There will be a banner drop. There will be an Ozzy Osbourne concert. And yes, I am here for that. That should be a great time. Basically, we are at the start of the year, and there is no better time. Everything is laid out in front of you. Of course, playoffs are, are believe it or not, probably not that far away. Uh, that might be a little bit better, but this is a great time to get ready for the season, and we're going to have you covered all season long right here on Locked on Ramp. So they got the Buffalo Bills coming up on Thursday night. I want to get into the three most important things that the Rams need to do to make sure that they win that game. Let me remind you that today's episode of Locked on Rams is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED. Locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. All right, so let's start with this. And stop me if you have heard this one before, because this is the chorus for all Rams fans going back to last season and going through the entire postseason. And they changed a little bit in the playoffs, but I believe it will be mostly true this time for a little bit of a different reason. And I'm talking about Matthew Stafford and the interceptions, right? When Matthew Stafford does not throw an interception or just throws one interception, which, you know, in the modern NFL with the amount of times that you're putting it up in the air, zero to one is the acceptable number, right? When Matthew Stafford, and this is regular season stuff here, when Matthew Stafford had a game of one or fewer interceptions, do you know what the Ram record was? The Rams were 10 and two when he throws one or fewer interceptions. 10 and two. That is extraordinary. Now, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because he's putting it up in the air a bunch. And if you're putting it up in the air a bunch and never throwing it to the wrong team, means you're scoring a lot of points. It's mean you're moving the ball down the field. And it means you're putting yourself in a position to win this game. So if he is clean, then they are in a great spot to win. Because, look, the Rams are a passing team. I know that we've talked a lot about Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson, and we'll see, you know, Kyron Williams and all these other guys. We'll, we'll, we'll see some of these guys, but the Rams go as the passing games go. And if he passes the ball effectively, namely not throwing interceptions, they're in great shape. Ten and two with one or fewer interceptions. Two or more, uh-oh, right? Two or more, the numbers change dramatically. They're two and three. They're two and three if he throws three, uh, two or more interceptions. A couple of those, the two wins, Minnesota 
and Baltimore, two teams that were not in the playoffs last year. So basically, if he throws three interceptions or two or more interceptions, you're going to lose that game if you're playing anybody that's halfway decent. And that's what happened last year. When he throws picks, they either really struggle to win against mediocre to bad teams, Minnesota and Baltimore, or they lose. Now, the playoffs were a little bit different. He was clean in two and looked really good against Arizona and Tampa, and then less clean. They, they won those games, obviously, and then less clean against San Francisco and ultimately against uh, Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Now, they kind of bucked the trend and ended up winning those games anyway, but we all remember how tight and how close those games were and how they went down to the final possession, basically, in both of them. So I think that's all of it. That is very similar to what happened last year, right? Here's the difference going into this year. Last year, it was a little bit of kind of scratching your head, like, hey, what's going on with him? Is he not seeing it right? Is the ball not coming out of his hand correctly? Et cetera, et cetera. This year, we know going into this that he has an elbow that is less than perfect. How sore it is, how big of a problem this is going to be moving forward, time will tell, right? There's probably a grand total of six people in the world who know how serious or not serious this thing is. It's, it's, it's Stafford himself. I'm sure it's his wife. It's Sean McVay. It's Liam Cohen. And it's probably a trainer and a doctor and some more. Other than that, pretty tight-lipped. But if his arm is something less than its best, if his arm is not able to make all the throws that we know he can make, if he is uh, less accurate as a result of having a sore arm, and he's throwing more interceptions as a result of having a sore arm, then we know how this goes. Look, Buffalo has a very good defense. Buffalo has a team that is expected to go deep into the playoffs, if not go to the Super Bowl, and win it. This is a very good test coming out of the gate for Matthew Stafford, and it's going to be a good test on that elbow. And Keep in mind, this is as healthy as it will be, right? However many passes he's going to throw on Thursday nights, probably somewhere in the 30 to 40 range at least, right? How does it respond? How does it look in week two? How does it look in week three? Does he get hit? Does it does it look good at the beginning and, and deteriorate? Does it take a while to warm up and then looks better in the middle to the late part of the game? That was kind of what he was for a good portion of last season. He was a little bit slow to start, and then once he got it cranked up, it performed pretty well at that point. So keep your eye on that elbow. Keep your eye on the velocity of his throws. Keep your eyes on how often they're throwing, but more than anything else, can he throw the ball to the right team over and over again? Because when he does, the Rams basically don't lose. 10-2 and two with one or fewer interceptions. More than one, two-plus interceptions, two and three during the regular season. Not rocket science, turnover margin, all these things, but this is exactly who the Rams are. They control the ball. They almost never lose. When they turn it over, they're in dogfights. Now, the good news is they're good enough to turn it over a few times and still find a way to win half the games. There are very few teams that can say something like that. But if they can keep it on the right side, if they can not throw it to the other team, they are in fantastic shape going up against the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, what to do with Josh Allen. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. All right, so are you playing a little daily fantasy? Are you making sure that you got a little something going on during your NFL Sundays? Why not? And if you're not doing it with prize picks, you're probably not doing it because it's so much fun to play. You got an incredible chance of winning, and it's a little bit different than some of your other daily fantasy sites. What you're doing is you're looking at the picks for individual players. For instance, 
Do you think Derrick Henry is going to run for more or less than 85 yards? Do you think that Cooper Cup is going to get more or less than a half a touchdown? Tyree Kill to catch more than three and a half passes. You're deciding on player props, put them together, and that's prize picks. Do you want to go over? Do you want to go under? That is what makes this so easy. That's what makes it so much fun. And that's what gives you the chance to win. Pick two to five players, and they will score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. And you're not just competing against other people. It's you against the projections available. You're not going up against dozens and dozens and hundreds of others. It's just those projections. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf, you name it, it's out there. Cricket. You like cricket? Who doesn't like cricket? You can bet on that as well. Plus, safe and fast withdrawals. Here's how you do it. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. And if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. All right. So offensively, we need to make sure that Matthew Stafford takes really good care of the ball. What about defensively and the other quarterback? Of course, we're talking about Josh Allen uh, coming into SoFi on Thursday night. He's terrific. There, 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 there are no qualifiers other than he is a fantastic, fantastic quarterback. Um, and the Rams are going to have to make life difficult on him. Now, the good news is they have the right guys to make that happen. I think the, the he, he's going to be able to make throws. He's going to be able to fit some balls in some tight windows. He's going to be able to extend the play with his legs. He's going to be able – he's a big, strong, powerful guy, and he's not an easy guy to get on the ground. And all of these things make him a very, very difficult matchups for all of the obvious reasons. What the Rams need to make sure is to limit plays for him – where he uses his legs. And I'm not talking about necessarily extending a play, buying yourself an extra second or two in the pocket, rolling out to your left or right, stepping away from a sack. I'm talking about he's looking, he's looking, there's nothing there, and he takes off and he picks up 12 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards. Those are the backbreaking where you you cover everybody up really well, and all of a sudden you've got a chance to get him on the ground, and it doesn't happen. Not only does it not happen, but he picks up a first down. He keeps a drive going. He gets a big chunk play. These are the plays that I think that the Rams are going to have to be very, very careful about. Um, I think those are the ones that make him not just a good quarterback, but potentially one of the best guys in the league. I think that you're going to have to hit him and hit him often. You're going to need to make sure that he's not getting out of the pocket. You're going to need to make sure that you cover those guys up for a good four or five seconds. And that's what you're going to have to do against a team that has this many weapons. He is tough. The Rams got to see him a couple of years ago against Jared Goff, and it was it was interesting because you got a chance to – this was before he had really become the Josh Allen that you think about right now, the Josh Allen that you feel comfortable saying, yeah, I think I could see them in the Super Bowl. You feel comfortable saying, hey, listen, if they're down four and they have the ball two minutes to go and a couple of timeouts, you're in deep trouble. That's the sort of guy he is now. But you go back to that game that they played before against him uh, a couple of years ago in Buffalo, and the Rams ended up losing that game. They were, they were in it the whole day. but. It was the plays with his legs. It was the plays where you thought the play was about to be dead and he squirts out and he makes something happen and he picks up a first down and he keeps a drive alive. Those are the sorts of plays that I think that they're very, very um, aware of. 
I think those are the plays that you have to try to limit as much as you can because the, the Rams defense is really good at getting off the field when you have to have it, right? That the Rams defense, um, especially last season, and it, it, it's funny to think about this defense too because the Rams, I mean, th- think about how we started this episode of Locked on Rams. We started talking about the quarterback. We started talking about the offense. You started talking about Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. Fact of the matter is, this team is built in large part on the strength of a defense that gets off the field when they have to get off the field. They give up yards. They'll even give up points occasionally. But this is a team that when you have to have it, when you have to find that one to get off the field in that big moment, a third down inside the red zone to get them, you know, get a stop on third down and force a field goal as opposed to a touchdown. They're really good at that. And this is where what we're talking about with Josh Allen comes into an even higher degree that this is somebody that can make like when you're going up against a Jimmy G right? When you're going up against somebody that's a more traditional quarterback, a Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl, you know, he's not taking off. You know, he's going to be kind of where you're looking for, which is why guys like Russell Wilson, guys like Kyler Murray, just bring a whole nother element. And Allen is more like the other guys, only he can run. He's not a, a, a smaller, faster, shiftier guy. He's just a big, strong, powerful guy. Somebody that you can want to put a helmet on. Um, but that's the thing that the Rams are going to really need to be hyper aware of that's the that those are the situations that you need to get off the field force a field goal attempt you know give up a a couple of first downs but when it comes time to now you you know you're in that 30 40 yard range can you get a stop here and push them back out of field goal can you force that or at least a long field goal attempt do not let josh allen get loose with his legs because if you do you're going to be asking for all sorts of trouble he's going to he's going to hit plays with his arm he is. He's that guy. And, you know, they're, they're looking at the same thing. If the Bills are looking at the Rams right now, they're saying, can we find a way to make Cam Akers be the guy to beat us? Make Daryl Henderson be the guy to beat us. Don't have it be Cooper Cup. Don't have it be Allen Robinson. Don't let it be Tyler Higby. And don't let Matthew Stafford just sit back there all day and pick you apart. Make sure that you have to have those guys running the ball. That's what you have to do with the Bills. You got to make sure that Josh Allen is not out there running wild, running up and down the field, picking up first downs with these with his legs. He's going to sling it. He's going to do a good job. They can control him in the pocket. It should be very, very successful for the Rams. Tough game to be sure. Cannot wait to see it. Okay, let's go to the next thing that I think this is both offense. This is both defense. This is coaching staff. This is everybody in that building and what they need to bring to SoFi Stadium coming up on Thursday night. That's coming up next unlocked on ramps if you haven't tried a built bar puff yet i don't know what to tell you you are missing one of life's great joys and of course because they're built bar they've got a new flavor delicious indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate that's right built bar has done it again your new favorite the cookie dough chunk puff it has a light and chewy texture real cookie dough chunks and of course because it's built bar covered in 100 real chocolate all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it plus how about this it's good for you 160 calories a whopping 15 grams of protein in them so Throw it in your bag, put it in your desk, put it next to wherever you watch TV so you don't get that bad snack. Get the good snack, get the built bar. Like the all built bars, it's covered in 100% real chocolate, means it's healthy and tasty and a light, fluffy texture that you're absolutely going to love. The new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or you just want to grab a little quick bite. 
Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off of your order. Use the promo code LOCK15. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every day. Make sure you click that subscribe button in your podcast feed so you will get it throughout the entire season and be up to speed on your favorite team. My name is Travis Rogers, and thanks for making us a part of what you do every single day. Okay, let's talk about the final thing that I think is vitally important to what's going on on Thursday night at SoFi, and I think something that the Rams are going to want to have a point of emphasis on going throughout the entire season. Come with some edge. Come with some attitude. Come with some, you thought we caught lightning in a bottle last year. Well, watch this. Look, I I am close to this, and I take it probably a little bit personally, which, uh, you know, I think we all do when we're talking about our teams. But look around. Look at win totals. Look at odds to to go back to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, to compete uh, at the highest level of this league. Look at the the individual honors, whether it's uh, coach of the year, whether it's MVPs, DPOYs. Not a lot of Rams all over those lists. Not a lot of Ram team bets. Not a lot of Ram uh, individual opportunities right there. And no one's saying that they're going to be bad because, you know, I guess it's the NFL. I guess anything is possible. But it's very unlikely that the Rams are bad, barring, you know, I don't want to say, an injury to the most important position on the field. Um but it also doesn't feel like look look around and i understand that there's value in some of this stuff i understand that people are looking for you know a better price to maybe pay out a little bit bigger i get that but just from a straight who's most likely to get back you're here in philadelphia you're here in some new orleans you're hearing some minnesota all of a sudden making some noise in the nfc and and i just don't understand how it's not the rams and then Tampa, and then Green Bay, and then some of these other teams, by the way. I want to see them play with an edge. I want to see them come into the regular season with a, oh, you thought that we were just going to go all in once, and we got lucky that it hit, and now we're just going to kind of see what happens after that, playing with house money. Sean McVay strike you as that sort of guy? Does Aaron Donald, in swinging his helmets at a practice against the Cincinnati Bengals, strike you as a guy that's just out there doing his thing? Matthew Stafford, you hear all of the MV, and I, I get it, there's an injury concern and everything else that comes along with him, but why is he not on that list of when you're talking about best quarterbacks in the league? I get it, he's not Tom Brady. He doesn't have a resume with him. I get it, he's not Aaron Rodgers, and that maybe he's not um, a guy that's, you know, the uh, Josh Allen, for instance. Those guys are good players, for sure. Patrick Mahomes, probably the best, right? I'll concede on Patrick Mahomes. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Matthew Stafford is one for one with a competent head coach, competent organization, and competent teammates. One for one. Aaron Rodgers is one for however long he's been in the league. Okay? Patrick Mahomes is one for however long he's been in the league. Tom Brady, different dude, right? He obviously was surrounded by competency his entire life and continues to be. But when you gave Matthew Stafford the building blocks to have success, good coach, good offensive line, talented skill position players, and a team that just, you know, for lack of functions, runs itself correctly, drafts the right guys, or at least makes trades for the right players. It's one for one. And it's like, yeah, they won, but, you know, let's talk about Tampa. Let's talk about Green Bay. Hey, dude, have you seen Minnesota? Have you seen what what, uh, New Orleans has got going this year? Did you see what the Rams did? 
And look, I get it. it's hard to go back to back. It's been 20 years. I understand. But they're going to be good, and I think they'll be even better if they come out with attitude. They're underdogs at home to open the season as Super Bowl champs. They're going to drop the banner. Ozzy's going to perform. Underdogs? Really? With all of your very best players back? It's hard to, hard to imagine. It's hard to believe that that's the team that's giving points, or getting points, I should say, on their home field, dropping the banner, I get it. Buffalo is good. This is not a Buffalo is not good thing. This is a, are you sure you understand how good the Rams were and can be all over again? Cannot wait to see it. Football season is here this week. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Now make your second listen, the ultimate pro football preview 2022. An eight episode extravaganza. <coughs> To get you ready for the NFL season, local team experts on the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, whose house? It's Locked On Rams' house.